This is Jones Financial Talk with Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Nick provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Jones Financial Talk with your host, Nick Jones. Well, hello, listeners, and welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. My name is Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. If you'd like more information about what you hear on our show today, please give us a call at 541-773-9567 or visit us on our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. And while you're on our website poking around, click on the radio page to check out any past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And as always, don't hesitate to give us a call if you want to set up that face-to-face meeting. Now, on today's episode, we're going to talk about something that represents a very important component of many Americans' retirement strategies, as well as the biggest purchase that they may ever make, and that's your home. And through the COVID-19 pandemic, you know, things in the economy have changed in both a temporary and permanent way, um, but it hasn't dampened the dream of home ownership for plenty of Americans. And so we're going to take a look at some of the reasons why you should buy a home, as well as why home ownership may not be the wise financial choice for everyone. And in our final segment, we're even going to address some of the advantages and perks of being a long-term renter while you're in retirement. But um, before we get into that, I'd, uh, I'd like to introduce our co-host, who I always enjoy having with me, Tony Shore. All right. Great to be here. And hey, there we go. There we go. That was Thank for you, you, my friend. No, that's for you, Nick. That's all about you. That's all about you. When, when you introduce me, I, this is a more appropriate response. <laughs> All right. That's enough of that. We're having some fun today, right? That's right. <laughs> well, thanks for having me on the show. I have seriously been great. It's been a great week. Uh, I've been busy. You know, I, I've been enjoying the summer weather. How about you? What have you been doing, Nick? Th- things have been good. You know, as always, I've just uh, I've just been working hard in the office and meeting with uh, great clients. Uh, it's uh, the start of local baseball season around, uh, around the Medford area, so oh, that's yeah. been fun seeing, you know? Yep. Medford is a good baseball town. I love it. So, um, this topic today, I, uh, you know, I think homeownership isn't a subject that we've really talked about in depth, at least not for a long time. So I'm excited about this one. I was really intrigued when you said we'd be spending some time talking about why home ownership might not be for everyone. So how do you want to get today's conversation rolling? Yeah, well, you know, I thought we'd start by, um, you know, talking about some reasons why you'd want to buy a home. And the first reason why most people want to buy a home is because um, of the simple pride of ownership concept. And, you know, that pride comes from knowing that because it's your house, it's your rules. I mean, you can paint the kitchen 
walls whatever color you want um my house my rules (laughs) i've said it before i'll say it again nick (laughs) that's exactly right my rules (laughs) i mean you can build a full wall of shelves to display anything you want from you know star wars action figures to that sports uh, memorabilia collection right and and nobody's going to stop you and say no you can't put holes in the wall um and uh you know once you own your own place there's just a very long list of rules that comes with uh, with renting that just goes right out the window. And when it comes to your finances, especially, your home obviously has that opportunity to increase in value over time, which creates future equity for many, many people. Well, right. And I think pride of ownership and potential equity are elements of home ownership that do resonate with a lot of people. They resonate with me. But like a lot of people, you know, I started out in my 20s with apartments and roommates and, you know, while I had a lot of fun and made uh, friends living that way, there's nothing like the feeling when someone hands you the keys to your own home, right? Oh, well, yes, that's correct. And especially the first one that you own. And, and um, I totally remember that moment, you know, but let's talk a bit more about the appreciation aspect of real estate because it's clearly something that many people are, are banking on when they purchase a home and, and a huge topic that, uh, that I discuss with my clients. Um, although the real estate market can ebb and flow just like any other financial market, housing values have traditionally and generally always do appreciate over time. And a good tool to use when you're house shopping is the Federal Housing Finance Agency's House Price Index tool, which is available on their website. Uh, very simple to find. It's FHFA.gov. And, and the reason why I mention it is because with it, you can track the history of home values in a given community or neighborhood that, uh, that you might be considering living in. Wow. Well, if you buy a home when you're still young with the goal of downsizing when you retire, your that potential home appreciation is really going to come in handy. Uh, what do you have for us next? Well, another possible upside of homeownership is mortgage interest deductions, Tony. And, um, you know, in fact, depending on your circumstances, you may be even able to view your home as something of a tax shelter because tax rates tend to favor homeowners in our country. Um, for some, taking advantage of the mortgage interest deduction can be a factor behind the decision to dive into home ownership and continue to stay there. Uh, the, you know, the key, though, is to keep your mortgage balance below the price that you paid for your home, because that way your mortgage interest may be entirely deductible on your tax return. And that can uh, obviously work in your favor for a very long extended period of time because interest can be the largest element of a initial monthly mortgage payment for for the first many years. Wow. Well, and isn't it also true that a homeowner um, can deduct some of their property taxes? Is that true? That that is definitely true as well. And you know, if you think about the IRS's publication five thirty, that's that's the main resource that people go to when they want to want to see what they can deduct uh, for homeownership, and it's a great resource for new homeowners, especially because it does explain that in general you can deduct your state and local property taxes. Um, but we should also note that many homeowners pay their property taxes within their mortgage payments on a monthly basis, and so you should be aware. Um, that to fully utilize the interest and property tax deductions, you'll need to itemize your deductions. And as many people that are listening today probably remember and know, um, the increased standard deduction that kicked in 
in the 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act did put some homeowners in a situation where they're just going to take that standard deduction because it's a better strategy than actually itemizing. Oh, wow. Well, I know just a little bit about uh, the capital gains exclusion for homeowners. Uh, so tell us more about that. This is uh, probably the number one question when when I talk with clients about home ownership, because if you've lived in your home for a minimum of two out of five years, and it's got to be two out of the last five years, um, when you sell it, you can exclude a very large gain. Uh, that gain would be $250,000 for an individual and $500,000 for a married couple um, from the profit of that capital gain. And additionally, you don't even have to buy a replacement home or upgrade to, to get that get that benefit. Um, and the interesting thing as well is that you can use this exclusion on your taxes every two years, which uh, essentially means that you could sell a home every two years enjoy the profits and not pay taxes on that capital gain with some limitations, of course. Well, sure. And that's wow. I mean, there are really some outstanding financial benefits that do come with home ownership then, Nick. Well, definitely. I totally agree with you there. And, you know, here, here's another one that may interest, um, you know, our listeners today. If you make more money when you sell your home than is allowable within this exclusion, the money will be categorized as capital gains as long as you've owned your home for more than a year. And that benefits your wallet as well because capital gains are taxed at a lower rate today compared to standard ordinary income tax rates, which means that even if your sale price you know, uh, goes above that exclusion, your tax bill is going to be smaller than, than you probably think. Now, I will tell you this, uh, as always on our show, when we discuss topics like this, I would want you to always consult with your tax professional and discuss your specific tax situation because it obviously could change for every individual person. Well, sure. And that's why you want to be working with a financial services professional like yourself uh, alongside your CPA to make sure that you're minimizing that tax burden and understand it, especially when it comes to all the different rules and deductions that are associated with uh, homes and home sales. Now, this has been a great show so far, Nick. Do you have anything else for us before we take a quick break here? Well, you know, just quickly, um, listeners, I just urge you to give us a call at 541-773-9567 or visit our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. We have a great team here in our office that is very, very eager to help you and, and, and address any concerns that you might have uh, about your retirement or any other goals. So please, please give us a call. Reach out whenever you want. All right. That sounds great. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Jones Financial Talk and our host, Nick Jones, right after this. Wouldn't it be nice to have an owner's manual help you address and plan for retirement? The New World of Retirement by David Herstel Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions can help you plan for the retirement you've dreamt of and ease your financial concerns. The New World of Retirement will help you with the foundation you need for a successful retirement. Visit jonesfinancialtalk.com to request your complimentary copy today. That's jonesfinancialtalk.com. Well, welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. Once again, this is Nick Jones from Jones & Associates. If uh, you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, please don't hesitate to give us a call at uh, 541-773-9567 
or you can visit our website, jonesfinancialtalk.com, and you can check out uh, everything about our firm as, as well as clicking on the radio page and seeing anything about our past shows and topics that might, uh, might interest you. Um, now, listeners, today during our show, we've been discussing some pros and cons of buying a home. And during our first segment, we addressed some of the clear benefits of owning a home. And I think now it's time for us to look at some reasons why, why you may not want to own a home. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, this should be an interesting segment, Nick, because uh, we're all inundated with advertising and talking points out there. We've had a few ourselves this show that paints a clear picture that home ownership is as American as apple pie and beneficial. But you're right. Home ownership probably isn't for everyone, right? Well, that's right. There, there are actually many articles that have been written about this. And, you know, one that I recently read um, called Why You Shouldn't Buy a House from the Balance um, gave us a, a bunch of reasons. And so the first reason I wanted to discuss is you just don't have a down payment. And, um, you know, th- that's just kind of categorized as gold, good old fashioned common sense. Um, unless you qualify for something like a VA loan or a first time home buyer program where you're going to need to put a, a down payment down, you know, that's, that's going to range something smaller than normal, kind of maybe in that three and a half percent range of the sales price for that FHA loan, or at least 10% of the sales price for, you know, a more traditional conventional loan. Okay. Well, that's interesting. And for a lot of people, I guess a down payment is no small matter, you know, based on your comments about down payments, I'm guessing a credit or the lack thereof would really impact your ability to buy a home. In, in many ways it does for sure, Tony, you're absolutely right because, you know, your credit um, plays a very, very interesting role when it comes to getting a loan and, and the ability ultimately to buy that home. Um, if your credit score is under 620, you're going to find that it's very hard to find a lender that's willing to do business with you. And if you do find one, it's going to be very possible that the interest rate and the fees that they're going to charge you are going to be astronomical. And obviously a higher interest rate means a higher monthly mortgage payment, which might just kind of price you out of the market, unfortunately. Now, FHA loans are slightly more permissive with credit scores of around 580 still allowing you to qualify. Um, you know, in fact, nearly 20% of all home buyers have credit scores below 600. And so while bad credit might not be completely disqualifying, it's likely to make your path to home ownership a little more challenging. Well, yeah, I imagine, you know, I imagine it would. And yet another reason to keep an eye on your credit score and make sure it's as healthy as you can possibly make it if you want to own a home. What else do you have for us? Yeah, you know, the next thing I'd like to discuss is a high debt ratio is another uh, very, very potential hurdle uh, and burden to home ownership because through, um, you know, lenders are often challenged with their own standards when it comes to debt ratios, um, which is the percentage that you're left with when you divide your monthly debt payments by your monthly income. Um, And they're always looking for you to hit that sweet spot of right around 40%. Um, If your current debt is gobbling up more than half of your monthly income, then you're probably not in a position to add a monthly, you know, mortgage payment to the mix. And, and they, they look at that number very, very closely. Well, yeah. And and when your friends and family, I know people have asked me about how to tell if they're ready to buy a home. 
And one of the things I always ask them is, are you happy with your job and is your job stable? Do you plan on being there a long time? Because if the answer to either one of those questions is no, I tell them you're probably not ready. You're, you're, you're exactly right. That, that is uh, great advice because, you know, if, if you have an inkling um, that your job might not be there a couple months down the road, you should definitely avoid saddling up yourself with a mortgage um, because foreclosure listings are full of people that basically put themselves in that exact position uh, because they lost their job. And, and um, it's so difficult to be able to continue those payments if you don't have a normal income base coming in. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's important for people to not uh, succumb to that, uh, you know, the old mythology of the American dream and buy a home before they're ready. That's the key right there. I mean, waiting a few more years, spending that time working with someone like yourself, a financial services professional, to strengthen your financial strategy, that can make a world of difference. That's what a lot of people have to do before they're ready. And, um, you know, another sign that you're probably not ready to buy a home is that um, you may be moving frequently. Um, For most folks, buying a home is something of a long-term commitment. And you're putting down roots because you intend to stay in that house for a while. And, you know, if if you buy a home and very quickly thereafter decide to sell it for whatever reason, you may find yourself um, in exceedingly challenging um, position, um, not only to get a fair price for it, um, but also to pay the costs involved with selling the home. And, um, you know, this is probably going to leave you in a potentially, you know, eating financial loss, honestly. Yeah, I, I imagine it would. I mean, uh, that's, that's really interesting. I think another component of the decision-making process really should be the status of the market. I mean, purchasing a home in a shaky housing market could have consequences that may last for years, correct? You, you nailed that one perfectly. I mean, purchasing a home while the market is declining only to see the market continue to decline in its downward trajectory can be a financial nightmare for many people. Um, even then, you're betting on the real estate market completely recovering over time. And though that's probably not a terrible bet, it's far from a guarantee for sure. And, you know, when you're, when you're in a home and you own it, um, it's, it's not liquid. You have to sell it to get the money out. So that's, yeah. that's something we want to talk to people about a lot, Tony. Yeah. And of course we're seeing the, the opposite scenario now where houses are extremely high That's and, right. and, and pe- a lot of people feel are, are way overvalued and going for over asking price. So if you buy a house now, you may see that value decline. So you have to be careful. Uh, how about one final sign that you might not be ready to buy a home? Sure. The, the last one would be a lot of travel, um, whether it's for business or pleasure. Um, you know, I think that should should mean that you need to really consider holding off on, on a home purchase. Because while condos are often considered a good financial move for people who are on the road a lot, the reality is you're still paying a lot of expenses to keep that uh, that home there with that condo. You're still going to be paying the homeowner's fees, um, regardless if you're there or not, and all the amenities that those fees cover, um, you're not using. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Now, our time is just about up for this segment. We do have to take another quick break, but really quick before we do, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you, Nick, to set up that no-cost, no-charge, no-obligation consultation. 
That sounds great, Tony. Two quick ways, listeners, either through our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com or simply calling our office at 541-773-9567. Get you set up for sure. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Herstel Jones. With markets in turmoil and many businesses suffering, this may be the right time to ensure you have a solid financial strategy that can help prepare you for future volatility. Give us a call at Jones & Associates to set up a complimentary phone or virtual meeting to discuss your strategy and goals. Call 541-773-9567. Again, that's 541-773-9567. Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions is a registered investment advisor in the state of Oregon. And welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with our host. The man with the plan is Nick Jones. Nick during the show today, you've been talking about home ownership, and and during that first segment, you looked at some of the reasons to buy a home, and now during our last segment, you were highlighting some reasons you may want to avoid having a mortgage. So what do you have for us in our final segment today? Well, thanks, Tony. Yeah, you know, to conclude our, our program today, I thought it would be wise to talk about the clear advantages of renting instead of buying. And As we've discussed throughout the show, owning a home is a goal for many Americans, understandably, and not getting to that point as quickly as you'd like to can sometimes feel like a a failure. But the fact is there are very clear financial benefits to renting for the long term and possibly forever, honestly. You know, the first major benefit of renting instead of owning is simply the lack of maintenance costs and repair bills. I mean, you've probably been there and and been in this situation, but if you're a renter and the fridge goes out or the furnace starts spluttering or, or, or the air conditioner goes out, you know, it's somebody else's problem. And if you own that home and the fridge dies, well, now what are you doing? You're, you're probably bringing out your credit card and, uh, wasting your Saturday going to a home improvement store, trying to, trying to figure out how you're going to fix that situation. Well, yeah. And and that's a situation you you want to you want to get fixed and you want to do the right thing and you know nothing uh, sends a cold chill down my spine like that furnace making a strange noise because i immediately try and do the repair bill math in my head <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot of money it's a terrible thought isn't it <laughs> yeah and I think obviously, you know, the listeners that are that are listening to our show today would um, and that own a home um, are nodding in agreement with us for sure. And, you know, earlier in the show, we spoke a little bit about amenities. And the fact is, when you rent, you may position yourself to enjoy some really great benefits that come with that uh, that home or condo or apartment, like swimming pools and fitness centers and, um, you know, other other scenarios that that uh, you don't get when you actually just have to buy your house yourself. And so the cost of those amenities is generally factored right into your rent. And um, it's just a nice added benefit for you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's really that's that's true. Uh, I would agree with that one. It's funny. I know a lot of people who have pools at their houses and you often hear more about uh, the maintenance and the cost than the pool parties, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, I, I don't think that's an accident, unfortunately, you know, and um, clearly another big benefit to renting um, instead of owning is that you don't have to worry about real estate taxes. Um, for a lot of homeowners, real estate taxes can be a very, very hefty bill that depending on your county can tally, um, you know, up into the thousands of dollars annually. And so that can obviously price some people out of, of, of opportunity to own. Um, 
because property taxes are generally calculated using the estimated value of the house um, and the amount of the land that it sits on. Um, newly built homes continue to get bigger and bigger, as, as we know, and property taxes alone may be something that just frees out some of those potential buyers, like I mentioned. Wow. Yeah, uh, that's that's true. So, uh, you know what? I, I think that um, it's interesting. I have to confess that not having to pay real estate taxes sounds like a pretty good deal, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and something along those same lines is that you don't have to worry about you know, that down payment uh, when you rent that we talked about. Um, typically, renters obviously have to pay some kind of a security deposit that's usually equal to one or two months rent. And in theory, if the property hasn't been damaged while you've rented it, um, when you move out, you're going to get that deposit back. Now, on the flip side, when you buy a home, you may be required to make a large down payment. And as we discussed earlier, that could be a very significant number. Yeah, I, I think you're right on that. The, the down payment or lack thereof may make renting long-term more appealing for some people. Well, an, uh, another thing that um, that they may, may find appealing is the flexibility of the terms of where you want to live. Uh, when you rent, you can live wherever you want. I mean, let's let's use something like, um, yeah, I don't know, New York as an example. Um, if you're going to buy in New York, you're very limited on the housing prices um, in your preferred location, which it, which for a lot of people means that New York just wouldn't be a, a you know realistic place to live. But when you're renting, even a life you know in New York may be more attainable as a result of that. Well, yeah, and that really is a good point. Paying rent instead of a mortgage is certainly going to open up more options. What else do you have for us? Well, you know, also uh, I would say Tony that as a renter you don't have to worry about shrinking property values. Um, you know, the real, estate's markets, uh, the real estate market's gains and losses may give homeowners uh, an ulcer, quite honestly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, but I mean, if you're a renter, then, you know, that's one burden that you just don't have to concern yourself with. Now, we're almost out of time for today's show. Is there anything else you want to add before we have to go today? Well, you know, we covered a lot in this episode, and um, I really like talking to my clients about this topic. It's it's something that's very important to them. And so, you know, I just urge our listeners that if you'd like more information about what we've discussed or want to discuss your own personal situation, I just encourage you to reach out to us. Um, and, and you know how to do that. There's two ways. You can either go through our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com, or you can simply call our office at 541-773-9567. And um, there's plenty of team members here that are or they're eager to help you and address any concerns or questions you might have on a topic like home ownership or anything uh, surrounding retirement as well. All right. Sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Jones Financial Talk with our host, Nick Jones. Thank you for listening to Jones Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Nick Jones at Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Call 541-773-9567 or visit their website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. 
based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oregon. Insurance products and services are offered through Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions. Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions and Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions are affiliated companies. Nick Jones, Herstel Jones, and Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.